We're sitting down with experts, storytellers, and people with an opinion to have a chat with us in Allison's basement. Let's get real. Pitch the BS. Be brave. We're asking them, and we're asking you, do, do you, you have, have a minute? minute? Hello, lovely listeners. This episode feels luxurious at this point because we're just, you know, talking about personality types. Really, what's been on everyone's mind is how to occupy children at home in quarantine, uh, social distancing, a little isolation. But we're here to bring you something new, talking about the Enneagram. If you don't know what the Enneagram is, it is... A study of yourself using a test that sort of gets you to understand what your type might be. Uh, I just sat down with our guest. Um, we recorded with her before shit hit the fan and we were encouraged to isolate and we were encouraged to uh, follow the social distancing requirements. But we, I took, we took the test, um, the Enneagram test, and it was amazing through Freya, you'll hear um, what it means and how all of this sort of can become a work throughout your entire life. So do a little research if you don't know what the Enneagram is. It's really, it's cool. It's fascinating. And if you have any questions, of course, feel free to reach out to us or to Freya. Um, Her contact information is in the episode. All right. We hope everyone is doing well. Sadly, this will be uh, kind of our season finale of sorts, as we really can't sit down with any new guests for some new content. So um, stay tuned for when our season two will be released. But until then, if you haven't listened to all of our episodes, feel free to go back, listen to them, share them with your friends. Um, obviously, we're all home for a while. So we hope these episodes can get you through a few loads of laundry and some dishes. Thank you again for being a support. Okay, hello everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Do You Have a Minute? This is a very exciting. I think I say that every time. It's a very exciting. I know. Episode, every I'm time. really excited because we time. always have the best guests. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we have Freya Kennedy, Enneagram she, expert. She's an Enneagram. Well, she's a student and an expert. Yeah. Right. I think I'm a student. I don't know if I'll ever call myself an expert. Yeah. Because it's such a huge, you know, big, big, big thing. Can't know all of it. It wouldn't mm-hmm. even be that fun if you were an expert. Like you, it, I, you'd rather be this. It's like being a therapist, or you know, you're a student of life. If yeah. I'm an expert, yeah. then I will have to hang up my hat because I will no longer be able to learn. Still room for growth. Yeah. Maybe an asshole if you're an expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. Very true. Okay, so for everyone listening, this is uh, a few people. I even put it on Instagram. Like, who knows what their type is. And uh, it was a lot of crickets. Not a, t- a few. We had a few people respond, mm. but I think people. Um, well, wait. I'm jumping ahead. First of all, tell us who are you, and then we'll get into what an enneagram, what the enneagram, what the types are. Yeah, uh, my name is Freya. My parents got my name out of the TV guide. It was <laughs> Dean Martin's co-star in a movie, and 
They did not know what it meant or how it was pronounced. So it's Freya, who is the goddess of love, beauty, and fertility in Norse mythology. But they just named me Freya. So I have five siblings. They all have biblical names. I got the pagan goddess name. So. Oh, cool. You got to look for something when you're one of six, yes. right? It's, so <laughs> I feel quite special. That's your, yep, okay. Um, so I grew up in Snohomish, and I now live in north of Seattle, and married, have two teenage sons and a wonderful dog. Oh, you have a pup? Yeah. I started playing the cello when I was oh, yeah. 35. I, I mean, I don't know. Yes. <laughs> what else do you want to no, know? No, that's great. I mean, just a, that's the perfect amount of background because I think, you know, knowing you're a mom and knowing that you've sort of lived a few different lives that we will come into, you know. Yeah. Career changes, stay-at-home momming. That's, yes. Mm -hmm. That's a huge part of what you shared with us is your journey and yeah. a lot of what has brought you to this point and even in this office. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I guess I would speak to, like, I can remember being really little and holding my head and rolling on the ground asking, like, where do we come from? Why are we here? Like, I was always kind of curious about purpose and meaning and connection. Mm -hmm. So I feel like my whole life I've been searching for that through different uh, avenues. Yeah. So you ended up at the Enneagram. Tell us how you ended up there. Yeah. F so, you know, I've just a uh, student. I observe people. I was always like, why do people do what they do? Why yeah. do I do what I do? So I was always watching that. And I remember for a few years, I had people whispering like, hey, have you heard of the Enneagram? And I was like, no. And they like, I think you're a this. Right. They'd say the number and I'd be like, I don't that didn't make me interested. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There's no. What does that mean? A cool a number. OK. Right. Yeah. And I was <laughs> just what? like I and I didn't like honestly being labeled. So I heard about it for many years and it was by well-meaning people that loved me. Yeah. It wasn't like they were mean. And then one day I had coffee with uh, my friend Tara and she went into more depth about it. And so we talked about it and she sent me a link uh, to a free online test. Uh -huh. And so I did that and that actually started me be becoming more interested. Mm -hmm. It didn't give a huge breakdown on what that meant, but I then started to pursue, and it connected to a spiritual teacher that I liked. Uh, his name came up. He had written a book on it. So I got that book um, and started just, then it just was like, from there then on, I was a little obsessed. You're hooked. Yeah. The I passion, was hooked. The passion was born. It kind of started to answer all my questions. Mm -hmm. and, and all the things were, I just connected with it. It made sense to me real yeah. quickly. Lacey, how did you find out about it? I found out about it like I find out about everything, including coronavirus, Instagram. <laughs> um, and I, you know, all these accounts with the memes and the uh, pictures of celebrities, like that. This is this celebrity. I think this person's an eight or whatever. Right. Um. And so that's when I first heard of it. I was like, "What is this?" Then I, I too took an online test. Mm -hmm. Um. And I look at the memes, and they're funny, but. I wanted to know more about it. That's why Allison and I went to your workshop. You had a workshop, and that's how we got hooked up with you, and that's why you're here. But it, I just didn't realize how many pieces and moving parts, and I'm realizing that it's more of a of a journey of growth than it is just, oh, here's your number. Yeah. Here's oh, the, yeah. Here's a meme. Right. Yeah. Yeah. In one of my trainings, they um, 
talked about, like kind of put it in a little diagram, like a, com- a complicated versus complex uh, personality assessments mm-hmm. and things like that. Or So like the Myers-Briggs is a, something that a lot of people are familiar with, and that's a complicated um, tool, right, where you it takes some work, but you can understand it. Mm-hmm. The Enneagram is complex. You can never fully understand it or fully know it. It's kind of an alive fluid thing it's not a rigid boxed in um, and you see the symbol Mm -hmm. so that was um, you know with the Enneagram is an ancient tool it it was based in like Sufi mysticism Judaism Christianity Kabbalah like all these influenced by all these influences no one actually knows where it totally there's a lot of mystery around the origination of it cool and then it was only passed on by word of mouth and trusted from like spiritual teachers to people they would totally trust would honor the tool and then it kind of went silent for uh, hundreds of years and then it resurfaced. I can't, you can't quote me here, but it was like late 1800s or like 1940s. This guy, Gurdjieff, he created the symbol. He, uh, first by a series of movements, and then um, wrote the symbol. So it's a fluid symbol, it is not rigid, it's dynamic. You move throughout the symbol to integrate all the nine types within yourself. And we'll so post beautiful. that because the yeah. symbol is so beautiful. Yeah. And it really explains what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. And then after he, uh, this guy from the Eureka school is like a school of psychology and like life skills and stuff. So he brought that into part of his curriculum. That was a Caso. And then this guy, Claudio Naranjo, I think this was around the 60s. Uh, he went to the Eureka School, learned about it, brought it into uh, modern psychology and a lot of like Catholicism. It was being taught within, um, uh, oh, I can't remember exactly, but within the spiritual direction in that. Mm-hmm. And then, so a lot of my friend, my friend's parents were into it in the like 80s, 70s, 80s, and it went quiet and now it's back. Interesting. I mean, it it almost feels like it's this new thing, you know, like everyone's like, oh, okay. But hearing the history, it feels like it's something that has always been here, maybe, and will never be gone. You know, it's... Well, it's lasted a really long time. And it continues to obviously evolve because they didn't have Instagram, you know, or memes. (laughs) And people are going to engage it on whatever level they want to. Mm -hmm. I think the intent of it was deep self-awareness and transformation that is slow and tender and not all very affirming all the time Mm -hmm. it's it's um you know the Myers-Briggs is assessing your external behavior the Enneagram is um talking about why you think act and feel the way you do it's Mm -hmm. what's underneath your behavior Mm -hmm. and then shows you that there are other ways that you can so you wake up to your core type you master over it rather than being subject to it all the time yeah you embrace it you don't reject it and then those lines connected to your number that's your core type is how you start to move within the symbol and you 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 know I think I told you guys this the other night but uh, years ago this lovely friend of mine came up with this example of holding 
on a stringed instrument like a cello. You have the pegs that hold the string. And the tension that that creates when the bow goes across the string, it creates the music. And I think with the Enneagram, if you can hold your core type, master it, and then you move into your lines and you hold the tension of that and integrate that, you can play the music of you. Isn't that beautiful? I know. I stole that from her. You don't get that. You don't get that from the Instagram memes. (laughs) No, you You don't. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at it. Myers Briggs. Myers Briggs. You You look at those memes and you say, "Oh yeah, that's so me," and move on. Ha ha. It's so much more than that. Oh my gosh. Yes. I mean, and that's just a little bit. There are 100 million other ways into knowing yourself through Mm -hmm. that. I mean. Mm There are subtypes, there are, you know, your stances and your orientation to time. And it, it is really amazing. Mm-hmm. It's really amazing. It's so complex. There's so many layers. Yes. And that's yeah. why it's like a lifetime work. It's yeah. not, um, I can quickly, you know, figure it out and move on, which a lot of people want to do depending on yeah. your core way of yeah. being. You don't want to sit in that. Right. It's, it's a way that we talk about ourselves. You know, I have anxiety or I have depression. I'm a two. I'm a Leo. I'm a this. I'm a that. It is amazing. We talked a little bit the other night about the labels. And, yeah. you know, I shared an exercise and you shared an exercise too, Freya, about I am and I am not. Yes. And how we sort of integrate and what those triggers can be and yeah. So when we find these almost like badges or these pieces of pride that we don't actually really fully understand, but we know that they have meaning. We know that they have some context. We know that they're descriptors and they're broad descriptors. Yeah. So like me being a Leo, like, okay, people, I almost use that as a defense because I'm mm. like, they know that I like to be the center of attention or I'm bossy or I'm, you know, loud or I'm the lion, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. But really, do those even describe me? Uh, well, sometimes. Exactly. Maybe right. sometimes. But and when I you're need more. to use it, yes, and yeah. I'm more. Yeah. So it's limiting, but it's also a tool. It's a label. It's something that we can hide behind. Yes. And I think with the Enneagram, the only difference is you don't want to hide behind it. You no. want to jump in it and you want to go with it. And yeah. it's really hard because my next question to you is, so what type are you? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but it almost sounds stupid to ask that because... You know, the way that I'm still learning just through talking with you is, well, it's more than just what type are you? Yeah. But I think <clears throat> to your point, it goes to what type do you, did you start with? Yeah. Well, that you're, there are two questions I want to answer in that. So number one, your core type is your core type. Okay. That does not change. Good. So you look at the symbol. So to, and to answer your second question and this is how I answer it. I begin the journey as a two. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the whole purpose is integrating all nine types. One whole person is all nine types. So I will always enter the doorway as a two. But I am, I don't, I try really hard and it's totally human nature. I try really hard to not say I'm a two. Mm-hmm. Um, because when you find your core type, there is a, I, well, the first book I read, it was like, you'll know your type when you read it and just have a little bit of, uh, mm-hmm. oh man, because and that sh- a little. it should sting a little yeah. because it's 
you're transforming. Mm-hmm. You're not affirming. Now, are there high sides and low sides to each type? Yes, and you should know that because you're really become a, becoming a student of yourself and being able to check in like, hey, is my trance that I'm in as a two driving everything right now or am I awake to it? Mm-hmm. Could If I'm having a conflict, I ask myself, could it be this, which is part of the core way of being for a two. Mm. You know, so it's more empowering, uh, but you have to be curious. This is what I always say to the people I work with is like, it's not a rejection when you find your core type. You become curious mm-hmm. and it's tender. You got to be tender and curious with yourself because and that's, you know, the jokes with the memes, mm-hmm. they have their place. But what I found is that it can create an environment for yourself and other people. If the purpose of the Enneagram is to um, transform and become more than just your core way of being, that's going to be risky and painful and uncomfortable. And if you're always joking about it, it doesn't create an environment that's safe to do that in. Right. For exactly. y- in your psyche. Yeah. like. You know, it's not even conscious. Mm -hmm. So I've also noticed this in my own life as I woke up to my uh, core type and started to integrate in other ways. Mm -hmm. Not everybody can go with you and not everybody likes that you're doing that. Right. Because, you know, so I begin the journey as a two. (laughs) And when I stopped, you know, being focused on everybody else and denying myself all the time, People didn't like that. Some people don't like that, you know, they're used to me taking care of them all the right. time. Yeah. Tell people just who don't know what oh, yeah. what typically is a two. Like what would it what does that mean when you say that? Yeah. So they're I mean, that's a, just that I have to go out to go in. Yeah. <laughs> so it's in there are th- it's nine types. There are three triads. You have a heart-centered feeling center, right? There's three numbers in there, two, three, four. Uh, eight, nine, and one are in the gut or body. And then five, six, and seven are in the head or the, the thinking. Thinking and then the body is action, right? So all, again, all nine types being one person. The two is in the heart. So on, And twos overexpress their feeling, they're others focused and their motivation is the need to be liked and appreciated or the need to be needed. Mm-hmm. That's the trance that twos are in. So I've had to do a lot of work about, you know, when you study the Enneagram gives you all the information on the two. Mm-hmm. So I have studied that and continually am searching for that in myself to wake up to it, to be conscious of it. And it's hard because sometimes it hides in you really deeply. And it's connected to usually a lot of core wounds. Right. So, um, you know, when I've read, it's like it's nature and nurture that forms your type. Um, That your psyche coped a certain way. So and the environment. Right. That was a big question that we had talked about when we met after your workshop because it was. That was racing through my brain, you know, Mm -hmm. coming from Mm -hmm. a therapeutic lens. It's like, well, hold on. Like, aren't we just, you know, totally formed by 
the parents that raised us, a little bit of DNA. Maybe there's some transgenerational trauma that got passed through. Throw in a couple aces, and here we are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey. so, you know. Oh yeah. So, but then to think about we we were chatting about how just in within our own children, you yeah. know, wh- uh, where did you come from, and where did you come from? Yeah. How are you so different, and why? I mean, I think as a parent, that's the number one question that I think about all the time, or I or I'm talking about yeah mm-hmm. people want to know just this weekend i was with some friends and they're going so what is your older son's personality like what's your younger son's personality like that's a very common question yeah. so it brings it all back well and you bring up another good point like uh with the enneagram from what i've been trained in that you should not type before 18 right so you know what i do with my younger son i observe and I play around with what I, I don't tell him what he is or what I think he is. Cause mm-hmm. I think that would be a label at that age right. and it doesn't allow for the rest of the time for him to develop. But I observe him and I kind of, so I have a guess maybe I'm like, okay, I'm kind of watching and this might be it. So I'm going to try going in to meet him in this way that that type would connect with. So mm-hmm. it'll influence your parenting. It, again, you're not labeling him because we no. don't want a child to behave in line with, oh, I should be this way. No. Right. right. So it's more of, okay, I'm going to just sort of put this in my hat, but go in assuming maybe he's a four or whatever, and then try to parent that and way. And see what happens. Like, yeah, do, does response. this, yeah, does he respond? Is this, because if you're a, I mean, being a heart oriented person, which means I'm engaging the world through my heart, interpreting it through my heart first, I obviously have a body, a gut, you know, and a brain, mm-hmm. but that's the first line of, of entry. But if he's a head person and I'm just speaking heart to him all the time, Maybe, you know, that's not as effective as Mm -hmm. if I tried a little head communication or maybe we do things together. So it's it's and for me, it's just kind of um, intentional play with how to meet him. You know what I mean? What about husbands or partners? Because mm-hmm. that's, <laughs> that's feeling like the what you just said. I'm like, so wait, how does does he talk with his head, his heart, or his gut, you know, or body? You know, it's right? Like, how, yeah, I mean, it can I create have... really great conversations. Yes, yeah, and it kind of can sure. show you where people, and, and a lot of people don't even think about it. Mm-mm. They just know that's their reality, right? And they don't know that there's an option you can try other ways you know Mm -hmm. a lot of my conflict with my husband comes because we're oriented in two different places to start with right I'm heart he's gut so you're gonna take on a situation very differently Mm -hmm. if you're engaging the world around you so again you know big no-no to type other people because this is not a behavioral assessment it's personal for the person the only you as an individual can know your core type so it's damaging to put that on people like if you said to your husband or your partner or whatever you know like i think you're at this and now in full disclosure i did that (laughs) early on (laughs) you know and i gotta tell you uh although he has a lot of that i was totally wrong Mm -hmm. and is it gonna kill you if you work on a certain part of yourself that isn't your core way of being Probably not, but you can get 
to things quicker if you know your core type, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Just did I answer level. your question Absolutely. though? I don't it's know. It's one I more I level of knowing someone and I mean there's a, a Oh, gosh, I was just talking with someone this morning about the five love languages. Yeah. And mm-hmm. yeah. it's just one more thing that yeah. can help you to understand someone in your life. It's just it's the important part I'm hearing you say is don't ever just assume that you know what that person's type is and then go running in there like, I'm ready. Yeah, Hi. it's not as easy. <laughs> I know, like, I got you. Like I can watch if someone's a physical touch or I can watch if they're a gift giver right. or they're doing things. Like that's easy, right? right? But you can't know what's inside someone because our behavior can look the same, but why we behave that way can be a million different reasons right or nine different reasons so, <laughs> it can actually yeah, nine. just be nine, nine. so where do you nine. where do you come in then Freya for your clients so you you're they're the only ones who know so tell us more about what you yeah, do this is something I'm curious about too like how you work with them oh mm-hmm. yeah so I mean I I have a lot of intuition because I've been observing my whole life people and myself and So there's a lot of skills that I've gained without credentials over my life, right? Yeah. But I wanted to use this tool and honor the tool. So I got certified in this assessment tool called the Integrative Nine. And it was like this amazing guy that um, studied with all the living leaders on the Enneagram, researched it thoroughly, worked with... um, you know, Beatrice Chestnut, who's one of my favorites. She's got a great book if you're a self-directed learner. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, so I got, I did the certification. And what I do is I'm able then to offer an assessment that's 175 questions that the client gets. And then is the Integrative Nine develops a 23-page report on you, on the individual And then what I do is I debrief with the client to see if they resonate with that. And then we can continue doing um, sessions that help with their development. If like for a personal trainer, if you start working out, you need some direction. Mm -hmm. So I kind of offer that for your soul as you want to become self-aware and transform. But I am your support. I am not doing it for you. Right. right? So that's one of the things I like about it. I I work with groups as well. I kind of want to be in everywhere. Like Mm -hmm. I am creating a wholeness retreat for women kind of based around this. So cool. I'm doing... um, I work some with staff, you know, uh, churches and corporate groups. And basically, I just want to empower people to meet their true self and expand into that. Part of it is that I desire a little bit of harmony in the world. And I really think the only people we can control is ourselves. Yes. And if we can love ourselves and have compassion and understanding then maybe we can extend that. Because as I've done this work for myself, I've stopped judging myself and other people. I mean, not that that's everybody's problem, but I definitely found that I did that. I was so hard on myself and so hard on other people. But now I have so much empathy and understanding because I have looked in my own heart, you know, and looked in my own self and been like, okay, wow, I, I have a lot of work to do. So um, 
Did that answer your question? Yes, that's so <laughs> lovely. Well, it's it's true. I think we come from going back to like what we do behavior and what what motivates behavior a lot of the time I mean it is fear it is pain there's Mm -hmm. positive ones as well not that fear and pain are negative but that's how we associate yeah yeah right important for sure Um, but you know we come yeah we're judging someone because we're insecure we're trying to control someone because we're insecure we're Mm -hmm. you know doing things that aren't maybe good for us because we're you know not a whole we don't feel good we right. don't feel good right so uh, i you know we had such a wonderful evening with you a few nights ago hearing about your story and mm. knowing that you know you were a stay-at-home mom for a while you yeah you you've been through you've you've seen the different areas being a server at you know the inn yeah. is a huge deal because again you're just with people so it's not a shock that you were always really around people. Yes. And of course, yeah. here you are now mm-hmm. working with people and yeah. you have studied people and yeah. seen the breakdown in why people maybe aren't working together as a group or individually, whatever it may be. Yeah. And in, I mean, honestly, the biggest thing for me, I think, was I've had, I've done a, not, I mean, I'm still going to do till I'm dead this work, but I think encountering myself in painful ways I know what I'm inviting people into when I'm asking them to do their version of the painful thing you know again uh it's it's such tender work and there's this Richard Rohr I love him he has this saying like order disorder reorder so order disorder reorder so you're, you know, or first half of life and second half of life where you first half of life, you're creating a, a container and the second half of your life, you're deconstructing the container. Right. Yeah. So I think that all the, there are different waves of the Enneagram work personally that feels like a complete abyss of unknowing when you loosen your grip on your core way of being that has helped you survive. Mm-hmm. And really probably brought you success. Mm-hmm. And then you want to loosen it. It is frightening. Yeah. And you don't know. You're in disorder. You don't know what reorder is. Yeah. And and I know exactly what that experience is like. I've gone through it multiple times. I look forward to going through it to many more. So when I'm working with people, I'm like, I know. I don't know exactly what you're feeling. But I have what I'm asking you to do, I have done myself Mm -hmm. and will continue to do. And I keep saying like, I didn't die. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you got to have people that are going to stay with you and celebrate that you want to expand or, you know, in my opinion, all of that stuff is your true self. You already are. You just haven't found it yet. And the Enneagram helps you find it. Oh, I just can think of about 30 people that we need to make sure listen to. No, <laughs> but, or like, I just yeah. know, you know, I think that's, again, I, I, after, well, after taking a couple of the online tests, which oh, I know right. we have to yeah. discuss, yeah. Um, <laughs> but then also after sort of listening to you and learning a little bit more, I'm finding that I'm kind of identifying as that too person, but with, 
that comes, I absolutely love to be needed. And I also lead with my heart and I want to help everybody. Mm -hmm. And so I find that people talk to me all the time about what's going on. It's hard for me to open up and really share my real true needs and what I'm hoping for and where I feel broken, you know, unless I'm with my therapist, but it's, it's hard to do that. And so I, I mean, I guess that's uh, just a, a summary of like, you know, to your point. Yeah. You just, you know that you have more pain coming and it's okay. And I don't know. Well, it, ma- it makes me think of that. The conference that I was able to go to, the path of descent is the path of transformation. Mm-hmm. And reframing, like you were saying, pain and suffering are not negative words. Like darkness is beautiful. There's a mm-hmm. lot of life that life grows there in my Mm. body you know as a woman and um the stars hang in the darkness like uh just embracing that unknowing as a often an invitation and not doesn't have to be fear-based you know but we're all we're all in that everybody Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and 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 the choosing to be curious instead of react exactly you know so i think that um that, that this has all been my experience with the Enneagram. And I think working with people and being like, I know. And when they call me and say, like, I actually asked for what I wanted or yeah. for certain types, that's really hard, right? right? So they call me. I'm like, I'm going to throw a party for you. Yes. Like, that <laughs> sounds... a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe to someone else that's a little anthill. But that was a mountain for you because I know what that feels like my own way right Right. so yeah I mean it's a it's it's beautiful and I am I just am amazed at what it opens up in for people Mm -hmm. it just it separates you I think especially with this report that you can get it it's in kind of corporate language and so it kind of is like easier although the work is so personal and exposing because it's written the way it is, it kind of makes you able to read yourself a little more. Um, is detached the right word? I don't know if that's the right more word, but like, like, like a, I don't know. Yeah, less like I'm the worst, yeah. or right. I, you know, I don't know. It's like reading a book. Word. You're just kind of getting information. Yes, and then you're like, yes. Okay, it's not as personal. It just <laughs> is mm-hmm. like, like both and. Mm-hmm. Wow, it's so in- okay. So I know there's people listening that are like, so what are the types? I don't know if you want to like go into that. I don't know if we have enough time. I, I can tell you what each type is, like the name. I can tell of. you the names, yeah. But there really is not enough time to go. And over. and that's what after going to the workshop the other night, it was like, oh shit, like this is. Here's a here's the name of it, but what really it's about is so much. But yeah, I want people to at least hear the types yeah. so that they can go and maybe then start to do their own work. Oh, and we have to talk about the online test. Yes. Yes. Okay. So um, I'm gonna try to. I'm such a wordy person. Mm-hmm. No, it's um, good. That's you're, on, you're in the right place. <laughs> Verbose. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, okay. So the one is the need to be perfect. Um, the two is the need to be needed. Three is the need to succeed. Four is the need to be unique or special. Five is the need to perceive. Six is the need for security. Seven is the need to avoid pain. Eight is the need to be against. And nine is the need to avoid. 
so a note on that, there are a lot of different, there's different language and different titles mm-hmm. depending on who you're reading, what tradition mm-hmm. you're kind of coming at with the Enneagram. But they all, they, they line up. Right. That's, that's from the first book I read, but like the Integrative Nine um, assessment has different language. You know, they mm-hmm. call the um, the twos like the helper or you know right. what I mean? Yeah. The helper. Yeah. So Your sevens are enthusiasts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, enthusiastic visionary. Yeah. So okay. there's different language, but they they all are gonna and ultimately that's just a title, and then you when you read about it is where you're gonna get more educated. So ba- oh, go ahead. Based, you can't really type yourself based on the title, right? <laughs> yeah, that would probably be good. I'm like, I choose. Yeah, this one. Yeah, you're gonna, your ego like is gonna nice. choose. But that's what your I ego did. Is that's, choose. But that's what I did when I started looking at the memes on Instagram. Oh yeah, that sounds like me. Mm-hmm. What I just didn't realize, and I learned after going to your workshop and talking with you, is that it's so much more than that. It's a, it's the journey. It's trying to integrate all the types mm-hmm. to kind of be your best self. Yeah. And I just, I think that's just lost. And so the online test, tell us how, okay. how you feel about those. So they're awesome. Yeah. JK. Yeah. <laughs> JK. So, I mean, you just have to understand what you're getting. You know, yeah. like I think we we're talking earlier. It's like if, you know, BuzzFeed, what Winnie the Pooh character are you? <laughs> you know, did they put in a ton of psychological research about that? Right. Uh, up to, you know, paid tests. So I, I, I took a free online test and I they typed me correctly. I'm also off the charts as a two, right? Mm-hmm. So um, probably would have been hard to not get me right. Yeah, like, okay, you had a little <laughs> you validation. Know, I there, am but. Christopher Robin, you <laughs> yeah. know? <laughs> so um, so they, they can be right, but they're not going to give you any real information right. as to how, what to do with that, right? Yes. Um, I, I'm not the biggest fan cause I've even a paid test. Um, yeah, I paid $12 for mine. Yeah. <laughs> so that $12 one can awfully, I've seen, seen it cause a lot of confusion. Uh, like in me, yeah. cause I scored exactly the same. I three ties for two, seven and eight. And I was the same score for all of them. And I was like, I, well, so you don't know no, what to do with that information know what to do mm-hmm. now. Yeah. And then you stop, right? Yes. I've seen that. Exactly <laughs> <what> I <did. laughs> yeah. I was like, this is broken. Yes. Yeah. And that's, I've seen that so many times and so many of my friends. Right. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so Beatrice Chestnut's book called, uh, the complete Enneagram 27 pathways. It is an, Excellent. She's amazing. She has a website too. And I don't know if there's a test on there, but she, I love, there's so many great authors, but I found her to be really accessible, Mm -hmm. very thorough. And then in the back of each section, she shows growth, uh, journey for each type so you could, if you're self-directed learner Uh and you're, you know, you can help find your type. It's not that hard for you to find that type. That's a good way. I have a really good friend who studied the heck out of that book and just could not. And she was earnest for years and could not find her type. And we would spend hours processing. And I would try all these different ways in and out. And then I got certified. And they gave me five free links. And I knew I I was going to give one to her. (laughs) So, And when she got it, 
you know, and she was very skeptical because she doesn't often type well, you know, on tests online, no matter what it is. And such a skeptic. And I got, I, I, I said, you got to take it. So she took the integrative nine link in assessment and she came back and it took her a little bit. And this will often happen because the ego always reacts. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. So you need to spend a little time sitting with it. And after mm-hmm. she did, she was like, oh, my gosh, I am. I'm a one. She she was. But. With that, there's that subtype flavoring, which is another thing to go into. Anyway, so you can also hire me. <laughs> yeah, that's the, that's the thing I was like, yeah. we don't know anything about subtypes, I but know. like, but again, it's, it's another how dimension could you? to yeah, it. How if could flavor, you that's why it's, it can be hard for people to type. They might think they're a certain type, and then what they don't realize is the subtype can flavor their core type in such a way that they look like. Uh, you know, let's say they look like a five, but they're really a, you know, social whatever. Or like even Lacey, we don't know this. How could we? But that was what your brain started kind of doing was like, I may look like this, but maybe I'm not. Right, exactly. Or am I I seeing myself through how I think others are perceiving me? There's so many interesting different ways that you can kind of work it. Mm -hmm. And, And yeah, so with the assessment that I the integrative nine they have a 95% accuracy of people resonating with the results yeah like I took mine on the Enneagram Institute which is an awesome resource but maybe not the best I got a very 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 long report Um, yeah yeah you know you guys I just have to tell you something I'm sitting on we're in my therapy office. I'm sitting where my clients sit and my butt is asleep. Like Uh-oh. this is the most uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> sorry, sorry my clients. I was just sitting in the middle. They my couch looks why. beautiful, but it it's is pretty, but not. it is not cozy. So sorry. Just put that on your to-do list. I am. I'm like, well, next thing to do is get a new couch. Apparently it's cute, but it doesn't work anyway. Sorry. So back to my Enneagram Institute, but I got a long report from it, Mm -hmm. but I I did, honestly, I read it and it was like, well, I don't know because I scored all the same for three. So what does all this mean? It's like, if you're this, if you're this, if you're this, if you're this, if you're this. Yeah. And I just kind of was like, so I just put it away. Well, they, they are an amazing, I mean, they're one of the originals. They've been around. I have a lot. I really respect their writing and I wanted to go that track actually yeah. to get oh. certified, but um, I it, at my training they said even the Riso Hudson there that's the Enneagram or the Enneagram Institute said that this the Integrative Nine assessment is way more accurate and helpful to people. Mm, so cool. Um, yeah, I was really I, that actually made me feel more confident about it because I was a little skeptical to be honest to go to trust this uh corporate i being a heart person i like the corporate me and the corporate world sometimes (laughs) have a difficult (laughs) relationship and um and yet i was really i was like see this is where you know understanding being curious and being open and understanding what someone actually did to create this amazing tool to help people right. it just it, it was 
so when I heard it had that that 95% um, resonating, you know, people were like, yeah, that's right on. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gave me a lot of trust. And then when I heard they, that Riso Hudson said they were great. Um, yeah, so it's, I don't remember what the question is. No, but just that, that was just Enneagram Institute. Because I didn't know, I mean, obviously you don't know. I, I just looked, I knew I needed to take one that was paid. That's what everyone right. said. Yes. Like, don't take the free one, take the paid one. So I was like, yeah. okay. And so I found like, well, the Enneagram Institute seems like that's it. Yeah, well, that's really kind of the one. only, that's the one that comes you know? up. Yeah. yeah. Right. right. So when you got your results and you were half three, half, or half two, half seven, half something else. Mm-hmm. It, you recognize you're both yourself and bo- all these types. Where there were pieces that were like, that sounds like me, that sounds like me, that sounds like me. And I feel like that might be typical for most people. Yeah, because you're because you have all nine types yes, in you. Yes, you're gonna see those things. Like when I was first reading, I thought maybe I resonated a lot with the four, mm-hmm. and so I was like, oh, maybe I'm a four. But then there were a couple of doozy lines that just nailed me in the heart, exposed me. Yeah, and I was like, oh no, that if I'm supposed to look for a little bit of ow, yes, then it's gonna be the two, right? So, um. One cool thing about the integrative nine is as a coach or, you know, co- yeah, they call it coach, although I'm I'm not, I, that's not the word. I, <laughs> I want a more poetic word. Yeah, yeah, fair. But um, uh, it shows me how integrated all the, the types are in you so that I can inform you. Like you've got, although you're a whatever, you have a lot of this and that's my, why you might feel confused. Right. Oh, that's such, that's so good to know. Yeah. But what about the types though that you, I mean, I look at some of them and I'm like, Oh, that is so not me. Yeah. There is a little of that somewhere in me. Yeah. Or, or you have to learn to tap into it. it. Yeah. 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 Yeah, so it's, I mean, that's why there's lifetime work. I yes. Mean, if you're all nine types, one whole person, the it takes a lot of concerted effort, and you're still living your life and raising your family and working your job yes. and, yeah. you know, having fun, sometimes not always being so serious <laughs> if you're a certain <laughs> way. I'm just thinking, too, about how helpful this would be, or maybe, well, maybe this is a question, but for men, you know, I think um, working with men in my practice mm-hmm. or knowing men, because there is this pressure to not acknowledge emotion mm. um, and just the way men are socialized, mm. I feel like this is a good tool to have like, okay, this is a very, it's not about emotion or like, are you a touchy-feely person? Are you, right. you know, right, it, it's right. like, oh, you have a little bit of the challenger coming out or, oh, you're really operating from a place of the heart. It gives a little bit more, I don't know, freedom maybe yeah. to move around and operate and, and have emotions yeah. within like a title or a, a category for, um, a way, I don't know. I guess I'm stereotyping quite a bit, but I see it all the time. Like someone who maybe is very afraid of anger. Yeah, because they it was modeled for them as problem anger, which yep. is different from our emotion anger. Mm. It's the one where we're punching walls or we're mm-hmm. cussing and screaming. That's called problem anger. Mm-hmm. So okay, my dad, let's just say, had serious problem anger. Therefore, I never want to become angry. I don't like anger. Anger is bad. And I'm just gonna yeah. run away and I'm gonna retreat and I'm gonna avoid because I never want to remember how that felt because it's pain. Yeah. So instead, it's like, okay, then maybe I would always avoid being the challenger or the mm-hmm. competitive one. I can't, I don't know mm-hmm. any of the numbers, mm-hmm. but, you know, 
So then when you realize like, oh, I need to be a challenger sometimes. And yes. That's right. not ugly. Right. Yes. That's okay. It's it an option. It gives you permission. Yes. To explore a side of you that maybe you had associated with shame or pain or anger yeah. or fear or whatever, whatever. Yeah. Such a good point. And, yeah. and, Does that make and sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it's great. Yeah. It also brings up like lo- each type, each number has high and low sides of it. Mm-hmm. And so your best thing is to just educate yourself on you know you start with your core type you educate yourself on that there's so much literature on an enneagram that i mean you could do endless reading but um you study that type and then the two lines connected to your number Mm -hmm. are your kind of entrance into the symbol into the movement of the symbol Mm -hmm. so you study those and start to know in yourself when are you using the high side when are you using the low side can i willingly access the high side right now you know like a lot of what helped me was i knew in my stress what i acted like and you kind of give yourself permission when you're reactive like well i just when i'm stressed i just get angry and <laughs> controlling yeah. just how it yeah. is micromanaging yeah. yeah but now i was educated about that like oh this is actually showing me i'm stressed and then i have compassion for yes. myself and then what is something positive about being assertive and going after what i want there's 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 a high side right. to it and a low side it doesn't i don't again it's not a rejection Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. It's like it just is. And so, oh, I'm stressed. Right. It's just understanding, a greater yes. understanding yeah. of yep. who you are. And yeah. why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. And that you have options. Uh-huh. And that actually, if you want to be, you know, again, thriving and you are consciously wielding those things, you know, you yeah. are, you're engaging your head, heart and your body not your and your gut, not just your heart, not just your head, not just action all well, the time. Well, it speaks to the word trigger. I don't love, I get the word trigger. I use the word trigger, but I also like the word activated because I think that there can be a difference, you know, a trigger almost will catch you off guard instead of something that maybe, um, you know, brings up a really emotional reaction that mm. can cause my body to become activated mm-hmm. without my permission. Mm-hmm. And so when we are, if I'm activated, I don't usually feel like I have a choice. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm very much in a spot where I'm just reacting. It's so innate, you know, and I can Mm -hmm. feel myself travel back in time and become a Mm 10-year-old or become the 9-year-old or whatever else. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that activation is scary because Mm -hmm. I lose control and I lose the ability to talk myself through it or feel myself through it. Mm -hmm. And so, again, it feels like this is a really amazing tool to remember hey, I'm not 10. I can still be activated. I, I don't have to lose my sensitivity to something that maybe caused fear, but I also know that I have a choice and I can I can work through this on my own. Yeah, and it actually... Skillfully. Well, and that's a good point. Like, two things. It's not therapy. It's not. So I. it is a tool. Mm-hmm. But there's if you're in high stress and strain, you need to go to therapy. If you're in trauma, you need to go to therapy. It is not time to do Enneagram work. Right. You need to understand yeah. the activations or the triggers yes. mm-hmm. before. But also, like, I've understood them for years, but I still find myself, like, I'm not necessarily 
you know, so traumatized or re-traumatized by things, but I'll get really activated certain times. And I'm like, why the hell am I doing that? I've done so much therapy. I'm smart. I am a therapist. Like, and it almost feels embarrassing that mm. I can get so worked up. But then mm. I remember, oh, I'm, oh, I'm just a little human. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm just a little bunch of cells with a bunch of wirings in my brain. And, mm-hmm. you know, so that's a piece. You're still the student. I will right. always be. Always. I like the. Yeah. Fa- we're all fellow travelers. Yes, we are all fellow travelers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, and I think that what how it's helped me is outside. I I so I would maybe get activated, and then I would react in an unhealthy way, let's say, yeah. or in mm-hmm. the old way. Mm-hmm. And then what I've been able to do is then analyze it through this lens, which then empowers me for the next time. Yes. And so, so good. Yeah. I like that. So, and then slowly you're in it and you're noticing. And then, you know what I'm trying to say? Yes, like, absolutely. So it's empowered me again. Like, for example, if I have a conflict with someone or I feel something in my body and I, I, I can... I've learned to name it where I was really disconnected from naming it or where it was coming from. Mm -hmm. And um, now I have this little list, like each core type has blind spots, things they can't see about their way of being. And, you know, I just kind of have a pretend list in my pocket of things I haven't yet seen in myself as a, uh, you know, beating the journey as a two. Mm-hmm. So I'll have a conflict or I'll feel hurt or whatever the thing is. And I'll pull that list out and I kind of go down that list. Like, could it be this that's mm-hmm. causing that in me? Mm-hmm. Cause I haven't seen that yet. Mm-hmm. You know, my twos have, um, they can be needy and not know that they're needy, kind of blind to their neediness. Mm -hmm. So I had a conflict with my husband um, uh, around my birthday. And I was like, you know, I didn't, I was practicing asking for what I needed, which I thought was a healthy, which is a healthy (laughs) thing for a two. They often don't know what they need. Right. So I was like, I I want for my birthday, my family to come over and just keep it chill. And I just want this really expensive wallpaper. (laughs) (laughs) And can you get dinner for everybody? Right. So it was causing some tension between us. And he expressed his frustration. And I was like, let's stop for a second. Okay, let me think about this. So I pulled out my little list. And I was like, you know, going down the list. And I was like, I have not yet noticed my neediness. And so I was like, that one just kind of popped up Mm -hmm. on my list. And I, I sat with it for a little bit. Am I being needy? Could I be being needy here? And I don't, didn't know it. And as I sat with it, and again, not that any of the things I asked for was wrong, but in our dynamic and how I was doing it, um, I was like, I think I am. And that's what's causing this. Mm-hmm. Wow. So I went to him and I was like, you know, I'm not meeting my own needs right now. And so I have been putting that on you. So although the request seems simple, it came with a lot. Mm-hmm. It came with some big. Needy. Yes, I, and and I was like, I need to, I'm going to take care of myself. I'm going to meet my own need. And I, and I own that. And I'm sorry. And the rest of the stuff is yours. Pull out your list. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this is where that and, stops. And this so. is where that stops. Yeah. But that's anyway. where that awareness comes in though. I think that's, it's so amazing. It's such an amazing tool just to be aware. Yeah. And I look mean, like here I could 
so I just constantly am kind of like, is this what this is? Is this what it is? And it helps right. me know what to own, like what to own and what yeah. to be like. I don't think the rest of that is mine, you right. know? Yeah. Um, and it really, you know, can bring more harmony mm-hmm. when sure. the, each partner is looking and this could be a coworker. This could yeah. be a friend. Uh, you're just being trying to be aware. Okay, what's mine first? Let me look what my contribution is here. And then you have this whole list according to your core type. And oh my goodness, how many people it's the finger pointing. It's you, you, you. Yeah. You did this to me. You're making me be this way. Yeah. You, you, and all that is is like a giant projection y, like blind spot mecca. You know, it's like this heaven. What am I saying? Heaven. Haven. <laughs> Anyway, gosh, but it's, you know, I think that's very much what we do naturally as people because we're on the defense because we're triggered or activated because we're so owning it. Wow. (laughs) Looking inward, it would be a better place. Like you said, the harmony. We think it feels better to say it's you, 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 but really. You're ultimately never getting what you really want if you're doing that. Like it's, it's coming from a. Uh, again it's outside you're not if you can that's i've been saying that for a long time like if we could go inward that's the only thing we can control right and you know and really there's so much and this may turn off some people but like you are made of love yeah Mm-hmm. It better you, not turn anybody off. <laughs> turn off the podcast if that turns if you, you off. If you don't believe that, and you get out of here. <laughs> we're all made of love. Serious. And yeah. and I think I want I mean that ultimately is what I really want people to know. I want them to meet their belovedness. And you oh. gotta wade through a lot of stuff to get there, but it is in there and that can change you and everything. Mm. <laughs> I feel like this is where we have to put a pin in it. I know we do. Freya, you are a, such an amazing, neat oh, person. Man. You're yeah. just soft and gentle, and there's something about Freya, right? That you oh. just like, you just want to like, spend what, time next? basking we... in her warmth and <laughs> oh, your mutual. glow. Oh, well, yeah. I, I, I also really admire just how much emphasis you put on this life, this phase, this time, Mm -hmm. it is just part of something that will continue and you have a choice. Yeah. You have a choice to hop on and go and be that traveler and and find it and figure it out. Or you can sort of stop it. And I don't like the word settle because I, I don't know, but it's almost like settle in where you are, Mm -hmm. but I feel like you can still settle in where you are and learn and grow at the same time. Right. We don't have to be afraid of change and growth. Right. It right. doesn't mean everything is thrown up in the air. It just means be open. Yeah. And I mean, you know, the if you don't want to do that, you can keep looking at the memes and yeah. just mm-hmm. laughing, you know. I mean, you <laughs> can yeah, engage it in any way you want to. It's all the options are there. Mm-hmm. But for people who, I mean, there's a lot of hope and life in this tool for people that really want to work with it. That's so amazing. Yeah. Do you have your website up yet? It is currently being built. Do you have your domain? I do. W-W? Yeah. Yeah. FreaKennedy.com. It's all one. All F-R-E-Y-A. One spelled Freya. Yeah. Pronounced Freya. Yeah. <laughs> F-R-E-Y-A-K-E-N-N-E-D-Y.com. Got it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but I mean, like I have a little Freya dot Enneagram Instagram that I Yeah. Find her on Instagram. we follow you and mm-hmm. you follow us you can probably mm-hmm. find her in our followers if you look on if you mm-hmm. can't remember and 
I I think we'll put this in the uh, in the title. But will you spell Enneagram for people? That is what I get oh. asked every time. <laughs> oh, yeah. It means nine points, right? So Ennea, E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M. It's not Instagram, guys. It's right. Enneagram. <laughs> Enneagram. Am I saying it right? Enneagram? Yeah. Enneagram. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I mean, a lot of people think it's an I, and then they yes. just type it, and then Instagram comes up. So oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> Got to clear that up. Hey. Clear it up. Truth be told here. <laughs> Um, okay. So if there's any questions that people have, mm-hmm. are you open mm-hmm. to being contacted via yeah. website or Instagram? I mean, I'm a one woman show, so yeah. I may not be, you know, able to get into it, uh, yeah. depending on, cause I also have a family and <laughs> right. Yeah, right. Just like you. So, so I mean, if you're not I, responding immediately, that's don't why. be sad. Yeah. <laughs> But I am, you know, look like at I, she's anticipating the needs of others and already protecting right. them from, <laughs> from no, any I can't get away upset. from it. She's doing the work. Um, so I uh, also, you know, where you guys saw, met me, I am teaching little introductions at Harbor Square Athletics, um, the club down in Edmonds. And you don't have to be a member, right? Every other month. No, it's 20 bucks yeah. and um, an hour and a half, two hours, depending on how chatty everybody is. But that's a good basic uh, understanding. So I think there'll be one in a, where what month are we? March to so then eight, May. May, mm-hmm. May. I think right now it's the fourteenth. Okay. But you can reach out to them, or I'll post yeah. it. And so. that's just north of the Seattle area for our listeners who maybe yeah. not live here and know mm-hmm. where Edmonds is. Yeah, it's also beautiful. It's my club. I love going there. It's a nice little, mm-hmm. nice little space. Mm-hmm. Um. You, I can't wait to become your client. Is that what we're called, clients? Yes. Sure. I, I mean, really, wait. friend. Customer. If you're friend. a two, twos are the yeah. befriender. They're the most relational type. So, like, I want to be friends with everybody. Well, that might turn friend. off some of the other numbers. So, <laughs> I'll be your friend if you don't we want it. We were just talking on our therapy <laughs> um, episode. It's really hard. You cannot be friends with your clients. Yeah. And so, this is way more fun because yeah. you can be friends Yay! with your clients. <laughs> but Yay. because I'm just so excited, this is just tickled us and and kind of woke something up in us mm-hmm. that is like well now we know about it like we can't unknow it yeah we, we want to know more well, we need to know more mm-hmm. well and i mean really if you, you want to know people love to know about themselves yeah. right, right. That's talk what about we really the end so of the day really found we're we all, all just a bunch of healthy <laughs> we're healthy narcissists and someone asked me the question like self-obsession versus self-awareness right Mm -hmm. and because he's like "Uh, don't you just like how when do you end thinking about yourself and i I do think there's a big difference between self-awareness and self-obsession right right Right. and the Mm -hmm. the work is putting it into awareness right it's not just obsessing about yourself all the time right well that we said it on the last episode Mm -hmm. about therapy people get really weird of not weird but they are they're weird about i don't want to come in and just talk about myself for an hour i feel selfish Mm -hmm. i feel Mm -hmm. like that's Mm -hmm. so self-indulgent and Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. at some point we've lost the i don't know it's almost we've lost the resource or we've lost the beauty or the importance Mm -hmm. of speaking about ourselves and I've mentioned it before Mm -hmm. the blue zones in the world where people live the longest are the spots on the map where Mm -hmm. there are community and people Mm -hmm. who sit around and talk Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and that's it there's power in that stole that from the Malcolm Gladwell Mm -hmm. outliers Mm -hmm. book Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) 
that also going back to being an expert, 10,000 hours. So mm-hmm. well, thanks, Malcolm. Um, <laughs> anyway, but talking and talking about ourselves and understanding ourselves because, again, once we understand ourselves, we have deeper connections with other people. Yes. And yes. that is therapy. And that is what we are designed to do. Yes. Yeah. So it really is an opening and a gateway to be closer to others. Yeah. So. It's okay to talk about ourselves. We have to find out our own shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's good. good. On that note, thank you so much, Freya. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so much.